0: Want to. Hello, Scotty. Oh, my word. Oh, oh my word. No. word. There was no singing. I was bracing myself. I had the earplugs in. Everything was ready to go, and we have a simple hello, Scotty. <laughs> I, I'm, we, we just need to take a, a short pause to allow, allow whoever is listening this week to... Uh, demuffle themselves <laughs> from their preparation <laughs> so that uh, so they could you know do whatever anyway hello john how are you
1: i am fine i will i was going to start you know there are two reasons why i didn't sing at least two one is that i've had no coffee because the foul child drank all the milk and i'm just kind of a wuss that i just i can't first thing in the morning have uh coffee without a little bit of milk in it um usually a cappuccino because i'm that delicate a being um and then also just i i was so i had planned to make a song that not even a song but you know flight of the bumblebee which is the thing that goes i'll have to find that link in the show notes but it's a famous piece that i think it's very very difficult to play on flute um and i feel like a bumblebee because i have been busy 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 like a bee Oh and, uh, segway, know you know segway, well.
0: segway 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 oh segway yeah look and at you thing. being all pro all right okay <laughs> let's start let's start with the busy bee john john let me let me let me take on board the segway wow john busy really tell me about it
1: well, Scotty, it's been months since we've recorded um, because I, you know, I think you were off on vacation. You were kind of like improving your already spectacular British tan, uh, whereas I was in the coal mines of Singapore uh, doing a, a research study using a piece of software that I managed to, to, to make happen in, in pretty record time. So I'm proud of that. Um, and that—that's a whole conversation. it's a whole podcast. We don't have that much time, so I'm going to kind of fast forward to more recent time because last week was Apple Developer Conference, uh, Hack Day. On the same day, I designated that Monday to be Bring Your Child to Work Day, and we, and we do have Take Your Kids to Work Day, but it's usually targeted towards younger kids. And my kid is no longer a kid; he's he's 19 and on his way to college. Um, but he was he wanted to come and and participate in our watch party because all the iOS developers gather in in a, in a fancy screening room and and see what Tim Apple has to say. And uh, this time the, the one more thing was pretty spectacular. Um, And so we watched that during the morning and then the afternoon sessions. And then we ran off to, uh, he starred in in a hack day video that uh, was very cleverly made. If I do say my, so say so myself and the hack day itself what? So I now have six hack day awards on my desk, much to the chagrin of, of many of my colleagues who make it a point to, to kind of like pretend to steal them or turn them upside down or threaten to do un, untoward things towards them, do to them. This is why we have Happy John,
0: because you won the hack day. That's true. We don't have to put up with Manic Depressive John because you didn't. That's good. I like Happy John, so well done. Congratulations. Can you share anything or was this a super subsecret?
1: Hack day uh no it's not a super secret you know uh it's called guest mode. And it's it's really, it's like a thing that I've been saying that we should do as a matter of course, because there's an implementation of it that's done by Google. So Google has this technology called Chromecast, which is built into Android TVs, and they also manufacture these little, you know, HDMI sticks that you can plug in the back of any TV. It makes a dumb TV into a smart TV, and we've supported that for the longest time. But they have this mechanism, called and, and it basically allows you to use your mobile device to control a TV. In fact, that was the very first thing that I I worked on when I started working at Netflix. And we refer to it internally as MDX for multi-device experience so that, you know, you can control any number of different type uh, of TVs. Um, And so the typical requirement, though, is that you be logged in with the same account as what's logged on on the TV. And so uh, what what guest mode the hack day uh, thing contemplates is what happens if you have a TV and somebody 's coming over to babysit your your dog or to dog sit your child um, uh, and you want to let them you know watch TV but you don 't want them watching on your Netflix account because you don 't want your watch history polluted with their poor taste or different taste because it screws up the recommendations or they may watch a title that you 're watching and change the bookmark whatever. Um, and so guest mode will basically use technology that we already have a QR code to log in. It just basically makes a two tap process to scan a, a QR code and accept to, to log in using the credentials that are on your phone but it automatically logs out the host account and then restores the host account, you know, logging out the guest at, you know, automatically after a, a, you know, a, a, a period of time, or, you know, if the, 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 the guest user says, yeah, I'm ready, I'm gone, I'll log out. But it basically, it, 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 it basically automates something that already exists. Um, So I think it's, it's both a practical thing. There's lots of things to, to make it actually happen, um, lots of security considerations, lots of other things. But I think that the reason why it won is because, you know, this is a thing that, that I and other people have been talking about. As I said, there there is an implementation that you see at hotels, um, some hotels, and it's kind of like an unholy alliance between Google, the advertising company, and you know, a hotel that also the, the company that's trying to, 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 to make money from everything they know. And so if you figure out the type of data that, that could be acquired while you're in a hotel room in a city where you don't live watching and we know what you're watching at 3 a.m. and know what you're ordering um, for room service, that type of data could be very valuable either for uh, selling ads or potentially for blackmail. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm being somewhat facetious, but not entirely. I mean, it's like you know, Google doesn't it does it, and hotels do it because it's it's a nice feature. But you know, they they typically make lots of money if you do. You know, people arrive in a place, they may be jet lagged, and they offer like pay per view movies, and usually that's something you pay extra for. And so this feature of allowing you to use the streaming services that you already do is is a nice convenience, but if a hotel can make money on it, of course they're going to do too, and they're not paying. I do not believe that they're paying Google for the service. I believe Google is probably giving them a cut of the advertising revenue uh, that they're able to get because there's such juicy demographic data. So, um, Anyway, uh, so it, it's, you know, in the same way that Apple may implement features that exist elsewhere, there's a critical difference if you dig into the details a little bit about what it's like to do it with a privacy built-in focus. So anyway, I, I am proud of it. And the and the video itself kind of turned out well because it was, you know, you do these hack days and it takes a lot to, to kind of get things going. And inevitably, I don't know if you've ever experienced this in life, Scotty, but sometimes you'll be building software And you may have a dependency on another component, and maybe that component may not be ready in exactly the order that you need, and you have a deadline, so you have to shift things around. So I had to start filming some of the video beforehand because my formula for winning hack day videos is not just to show off what the hack does, but to give some context to it. So uh, my child, uh, who is very much my child for, for good and bad, um, uh, is able to improvise very quickly. So, you know, we, we, we thought about it and the, the, the designer who, uh, Canadian Ben, who at, as it turns out is a, a very good camera operator, a very good videographer, um, uh, caught something really good. And so the, the, the video that was being watched was Terminator, uh, which has this famous scene where the Terminator is kind of dipped into molten iron, but his last movement is to show the thumbs up and, uh, I had some good timing w- with that <laughs> <laughs> captured at the right moment. So it, it, the video itself, it, you know, my videos are typically pretty funny and so much so that the, the people, when they pr- announce my hack or, or, you know, it's my turn to, to present things or, or, you know, the teams that I'm on, they usually say, it's like, remember, you're judging on the hack, on the quality of the hack and not just on the quality of the acting, which, <laughs> you know, for John Fox videos is typically a five. Uh,
0: and, 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 uh, and, you five. Know, for Netflix, a company producing acting media, you know, totally out wrong and out there. Judge it on the whole
1: thing. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so that was good, and uh, there is one more thing as well. Da, 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 one more thing, which is apropos a performance of James Dempsey and the Breakpoints, which had not happened since since the before time. So we you know cranked up the band and performed a show and also live streamed it at the Tabard Theater in in uh, downtown San Jose and I I think it turned out pretty well. I mean there are a thousand things I I could, you know, wish for in terms of the mix and and the the audio engineering, but when you get 14 people on stage, you know, thrown together at the very last second and the the final rehearsal or sound is a sound check, you know, 15 minutes before the doors open considering all those things i think it, it turned out rather well this year
0: good good i was sad not to be able to make it uh even though i was did happen to be in california last week during uh, the show i wasn't able to make it but i did did have the privilege of coming to your your sunday rehearsal and, and hearing all the songs in uh in uh let's shall we say um pre-polished states
1: um scotty my headphones have died so uh Give me a minute to go get some hired ones. We'll just take it up from here. Okay, yep. Uh,
0: Sam, he's gone off to do his headphones and we'll have a, a new call and he'll probably have a second recording, but I'm just going to leave my recording going. Where is my hairbrush? Oh, where? Ah, here we go.
1: Um yes, the pre-polished. I guess that, that's that's the kind way of putting it. Um, you know, that uh, over the years there's 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 been some tiny core of people that have played. I'm one of them. Um and there's a guy Jonathan Penn with who, who, you know, also an Apple employee, uh who I think goes way, way back. So there's there's but you know, we've we've tended to change guitarists and bass players and and, and every time where there's a performance there's always kind of like you know, uh, a, a a traveling cast of of, of famous people, you know, um, who who join on stage, and and it's I always have to remind myself that this is uh, first and foremost a community celebration thing that always has a a beneficent purpose, and that we raised we've raised a lot of money over the years for various charities um, related to software engineering. So it's uh, there was kind of uh, App Camp for girls, Black Girls Code. Now it was Women Who Code. Um, and I think it's really great. You know, it's it's all about giving people a chance to uh to get into this this game that we all love so much. And the last thing I will say is that <laughs> this probably didn't entirely surprise me, but it absolutely warms my heart is that, you know, uh it, it, the foul child as I love to refer to him, and he calls me fat old man lest people think that that, that it's a one sided snark. Uh but uh one of the reasons why he wanted to come and and and, and see the Apple presentation was that you know, this is the first computing revolution that he's lived in the before times, seen it. Says I was there when this was announced, and be amongst, you know, fellow engineers. He's going off to study mechanical engineering, uh, and and uh, wants to become an aerospace engineer, unless he changes his mind, which is entirely possible. <laughs> and, but the, the the funny thing is, is I, I've said for years, like you know, there's no amount of of mechanical engineering, anything engineering in the physical world that does not touched. And 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 I would dare say improved by knowing how to do software engineering, if nothing else, for controlling the the devices or the processes that you're doing. Um, and he's he's dabbled here and there he dabbled a little bit in, in Java some years ago because that's the programming languages that's used for programming robots robots in in the robotics competitions that he he did all through high school and boy did he get the bug <laughs> and boy did you know having Swift playgrounds and uh, really help and boy does hacking with Swift that is amazing so he started out on the hundred days of Swift course um, and it's pretty amazing and and it's become pretty clear in my mind that give it another six months he will have eclipsed his father uh, yet yet again another domain so anyway that's been my busy week um how are you Scotty?
0: Well that's very well first of all uh, I'm going to enjoy this moment because you know how you always tell me off when my microphone is rubbing against my manly whiskers.
1: Ah and now you're experiencing the same thing aren't now you? Now
0: I have your manly whiskers in my ears right now. And, so and you hate it don't you? It's it's not the most pleasurable thing that's happened to me today if I'm honest. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> going out of t-shirt. <laughs> so so there we are. Uh well let, let's let's let I me mean, let's just talk about the vision pro that that was announced i mean i mean i think the rest of it was fairly the rest of the announcements were fairly undramatic uh i don't think there was anything in there that went Ooh. i mean the first thing we all look for is the first ios demo or or mac os demo but probably more to find out if there's been a complete design change that's going to make everybody work for the entire summer, changing the way their app looks. Uh, that wasn't there. And after that, it was a, yeah, might need that, might not need that. That affects each one of us differently depending on the frameworks we use. Uh, for many of us, we can't support the latest iOS anyway, so we, we don't worry about it or whatever else. So that's that was business as, as usual, really, uh, on the whole. Um, so then we get, you know, the... the uh, headset which is um you know w- wasn't a surprise uh really cuz it'd been you know virtually every man in his dog had said it was on the way um i think we didn't really know what it's be like but i think overall the general impression has been very positive from anyone who's got their hands on it mm-hmm. and, and the rest of it and um you know when that happens when apple releases a product that takes a, a an immediate positive Response and don't forget when the iPhone was released, you know, it got a positive response, it wasn't a euphoric thing initially. Although it sold, you know, sold in, him uh, initially. The iPhone has grown into this, you know, uh, mega product in there, but you know, its release was positive. So, we have to assume that this thing is going to have an audience of some form. Uh, so I guess the point is then for each of us as developers is where do what we work on fit into that? Now, I, I'm, I'm guessing for for a company like Netflix, I mean, which is about movie watching, whatever else, you know, you guys are, have to already be on this. If you weren't already on it as a you know, secret partner beforehand, which obviously no one could say, but there we are. Um, you know, so there are obvious candidates that are going to support this platform, you know, and, and implement things that are specific to this platform. I know iOS apps on the whole will run uh within there but i mean there are other aspects to it there so i'm assuming there are but then it's the next question is where do other apps fit into it where do where do the rest of us shall we say who aren't necessarily massively obvious uh candidates for this so so let's take for example will people really want to do their home budgeting wearing a set of reality goggles (laughs) <laughs> and and, the, and the, we haven't discussed this as a company yet because you know i was in california you just got back jet lag all the rest of it um but it's you know it's I, at first you might think it's an obvious well of course they won't they're just going for movies and whatever else but it's it's a difficult one because uh i think people if this just gets adopted as people's device then it may be used for all sorts of things that no one expected, and I think it's going to be interesting to see where this goes because when when Apple released the Apple Watch, it was released as a generic device, and it you know although there was a little bit of health and fitness stuff and in the initial releases for the watch, it was the user base that decided this was a fitness device, and now everything in Apple Watch is about fitness, heart monitoring health, and all the rest of it, but that wasn 't the initial launch or of, of, of the Thing just like with the iPhone, it didn't really talk much about apps. You know, it was all you could do stuff in a web browser, but apps were not the main focus of the iPhone, whereas now apps are everything on the iPhone. So it's going to be interesting to see what the user base turned this into. And I guess that could very much depend on which user base adopts it first <laughs> um, it, it is part of it. So how, how this device fits for us as developers and, and where we want to go for it. So I think the reality is there is no point Moneywell trying to be there for day one of you know, Vision Pro. I just don't think it's the type of app doing that. Although we could say that if every other budgeting company is saying that, then, you know, maybe being the one on there is the thing to be. <laughs> um so uh so I just think it's going to be interesting seeing who embraces this before it gets a direction uh and then how maybe that affects the direction this thing is going because uh I th- I think you know because the iPhone is so well established the Apple Watch is so well established the iPad is so well established we assume that these devices have always had the direction they're going in but actually if you look back every single one of them the first year or two Set that and it wasn't necessarily what everybody said before they were released.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's interesting topic, and and it was something that I was I was talking about with a child because you know for him for engineering work he can immediately say it's like I want I want an app like SolidWorks which he, he had been struggling to get installed. It's a Windows software. It's kind of like the the mainly used CAD software and three D modeling software used, um, but it only runs on Windows. and And college students these days and human beings in general really like uh, MacBooks, especially because of how much power you get and how much battery life you get so it's technically possible to run it it's very difficult to install and it should run really fast but it doesn't because it depends on a very specific uh, GPU uh card which is which they program against is neither here nor there but he basically says he he watched some of the presentation section where they're talking about what a revolution is to be able to see things 3d models superimposed in the real world with absolute rock solid stability and he says i want i this is how i want to do my engineering it was just very very clear for him that that's what's going to happen and he kind of realized that that you know a way of making it happen is like well you know maybe i need to to learn how to write software myself you know when he first had the chance to, to run an iPad with the, with the Apple Pen and how sensitive and how good it was. He was like going, I want to use this to do my sketches and to have my, you know, I, I want quantized figure drawing that I can extrude into into 3D space so I can, you know, reduce the amount of time uh, between something that I can see in my head and something I can see in two dimensions and now something that he could interact with in three dimensions. So I, I have no doubt that that's the, that's the, he's the beginning of the future he's going t- to be involved in. But being the nerd that he is, we've we've talked at at great length over the last week or so about kind of how Apple managed to pull this off and what it means. And I we you could obviously talk about this forever, but the the thing that I find somewhat interesting about it is how clever cleverly Apple put together all this bag of technology and kind of signaled to developers what was needed to be able to done to adapt to a a new world of software, um, and it's kind of amazing you know if it, and and had P, and if for those developers that listened you know and adapted their their software and thinking about it as a continuity of activities and and embraced swift ui and embraced continuity embraced kind of cloud synchronized data and all those types of things all of a sudden now you're rewarded with the possibility of having an app Um, that really runs well in this. Now, whether that's the right thing to do or not, that's an interesting topic of conversation. And I agree. It's like, you know, MoneyWell in particular is basically trying to take a concept of an envelope-based budgeting system and, you know, you can imagine that you could do something really clever with that. Now, whether that would light fire or not, I don't know. But I think, you know, are the people... (laughs) Let's put it this way. If you can afford to pay $3,500 for a headset you know, um, in the, and to be a super early adopter, chances are you have a little bit of money. <laughs> well, yeah. isn't that the case? But that doesn't mean that, that you know, they. I think they were very purposeful in saying, this is Vision Pro, and this is like to get started amongst the developers and the early adopters. But you would have to imagine, well, you, you have to know, Apple thinks in very long-term, you know, uh, time scales, and I'm sure they already kind of have their consumer things kind of ready, and and the technology will get to a point where, a more consumer-friendly thing, in, in which case I would say, why wouldn't you? And and I can also imagine that that the predominant platform for Apple, you know, could be a, a type of glass type thing. Yeah,
0: I think I think the the word Pro gives Apple the uh, the room to develop under this in a lower way for something that is more consumer-friendly. Yeah, because yeah, you're not going to wear this headset around the streets, and although they Put it on, you know, people's houses watching movies, yeah, you know, whatever. So it gives them that chance to put something that maybe is not as in, immersive, but half there underneath. That's not the pro, and they've started using the word ultra recently as well. So maybe there's one to come above. I don't. Know. Anyway, I don't have to choose whether to get one. In students are release, because the release is US only. Um, mm-hmm. there, was, there was no mention of international releases in, in, in when the next. I'm sure we'll probably get that at some point. So uh, yeah, but it was it was nice to be around for a. Uh, for another one, however, overall, I think Dub was um solid, as I said, not not um not revolutionary. Uh, I don't think there's anything in any of the iOS platforms or Mac platforms that are making me shout. Um, and I'm gonna be honest, John, I haven't installed it yet because I'm not because uh, a lot of the new stuff could only work on uh, the latest Mac OS, which I'm not prepared to put on my machine at the moment. But you know, I would sacrifice virtually everything that they announced at WD. WWDC, just for Xcode 15 to work, (laughs) because Xcode 14 is a complete and utter shit show.
1: (laughs) Isn't that (laughs) how people describe us? It
0: is, yeah. I mean, no, we would get five stars compared to Xcode 14. <laughs> yeah. If you want, if you want to feel good about our show, I'll just run Xcode. Okay. <laughs> if you, yeah, I want you to go out right now. I want you to rewind the show, go back and listen to it again while using Xcode 14. And we will be the best thing <laughs> in your life at that moment in time. And you will give us five stars every single time. No, yeah, I, I would, I would sacrifice everything announced at WWC for a 30% improvement in Xcode. It is that bad. It is. Absolutely, the biggest crocker shit around right now. Um It's you know, it's I know it's a huge beast. I know it's incredibly complicated. It's possibly one of the most complicated pieces of, of, of software available for the Mac because it just has so many moving parts and does so many things. But you know, there are basics. There are basics. You know, when the compiler restarts, clear the fucking errors so that you don't have the last compiler yeah, yeah. errors in the yeah, new one. True. I mean, it's. I mean, it, it's. Uh, it, I mean it's stupid, stupid, stupid stuff. Uh and and I you know, I've been working with it you know, I mean working with it every day, but you know, just stuff the last few days and it's just like it's driven me mad. It says, you know, why why i supposed to do a job that I love and enjoy and this piece of shit is taking that joy away from me. (laughs) So there we are. Axe Apple engineers doing this. I appreciate you working hard. I appreciate this is difficult, but sort your fucking shit out, please. And I can't can't comment on let's go 15 yet because, because I've not, you know, not installed it, but, Oh, it, it it better be bloody better. It better be.
1: God, you know, that's so funny. I I have to say that, that uh, because it's so complicated, And we have by now a rather complicated build system, so complicated that we need people who who organize it and and manage all these dependencies just because we have platform dependencies and lots of shared code and a a rather complex build process, which also includes a lot of code generation for GraphQL and other things. Um, And so I basically know I have my paved path and I've become so inured to the pain that I just kind of I block a bunch of things out, and when you said this thing about I was like clear the fucking errors, and, and like I kind of realized like yeah, that really bugs the hell out of me. And annoying as that is, compared to other annoying things that I've I've dealt with, like it, like it regularly kind of you know consuming all of my processing powers and all the processing powers of every laptop in the in the same zip code, bringing everything to a screeching halt. You know, I kind of like I, I I muddle my way through the other problems, and so yeah, you're right. Um, what would you say? Apple sort your shit out, I something will, I, like that. Whatever. Something like that. I will I will join the the pitchfork you know b- 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 wielding crowd outside you know Apple Park, which will be summarily dispatched by a, a, a laser wielding drone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like that. <laughs>
0: Well, John, it's been a while since we caught up, but it's been nice to nice to catch up. And it was, as people know, we actually did see each other in the flesh. In Although, the flesh,
1: yeah, But we neglected flesh, to record.
0: We, next, we let's record because we were too busy eating some rather good food on different mm, That's true. Yeah. In, in there, and um, if we honestly had to say, what's more important, our listeners or food? Well, I guess
1: we showed where we stand. Yes, but I think that that I think our listener, our, our fractional listener, would support <laughs> to support our interest in food rather than than recording these episodes.
0: In fact, what's going to happen now is we are going to start receiving food parcels that encourage us not to record.
1: Yeah, like salty, <laughs> like salty crackers yeah. or something yeah. like that. It makes it impossible for us to talk.
0: Have you sent us something good enough that we won't record this week? There we are. That's the the challenge. That's the challenge. Well, John, if people want to uh, uh, discuss that with you, where should they do that?
1: Well, they should find me on the peaceful part of the internet, and that would be Mastodon, uh, where I'm Jembe at Mastodon Social. And as a reminder, that's Jembe, like the West African drum. And, Scotty, if people want to um, welcome you back to California or tell you to stay in in East Bollockshire or welcome you back to East Bollockshire... Where may they do that? Well, again, I am also a Mastodon, where I am
0: Scotty at developer.social, Uh Well, I have to say I've been a little quiet recently, but I think I'm going to go back there because it's time for some more rants. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rant away. Well, I don't know uh, who was listening, who was on the schedule this week. Uh, hopefully we didn't interrupt your WWDC video watching uh, or anything like that. Uh, I hope we did interrupt your Xcode 14 using and... Um, <clears throat> Be a little of respite care um for you uh um before you uh before you uh, have to go back to the torture chamber so uh thanks for listening and until next time
1: you take care Thank <music> you.